It is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY. And I'm talking with Reggie Guyton. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So you are involved with uh, two productions that are coming up, uh, two socially distant productions that are coming up. Um, you are in, uh, Well, you are on the staff for Songs for New World, which the Hoagland mm-hmm. is putting on, and you are in The Spirit of Lincoln. Um, so yep. so t- talk a little bit about, because I know Songs for a New World, they just recorded it on Saturday. You guys just recorded yep. it. So uh, t- talk a little bit about uh, how the experience has been working on that show, what you've been doing uh, um, on staff of the show, and uh, how just just how the show looks, how it is, how it sounds, and just everything uh, goes along with it. Sure. Um, well... First and foremost, I want to say that um, this has been a ongoing, I shouldn't say ongoing, but a collaborative effort. And um, there were so many people that had to step up to make all of this happen. Right. Um, certainly, we all we always think about the actors on stage and even the band members. But, you know, you have to consider that there are also, there's um, sound designers and, you know, direction as well as... Um, you know, Gus Gordon having to make all of the, the preparations. So it's, it was really wonderful to see something so um, important happen because, you know, COVID kind of pushed everything back and sent everything into a tizzy for a lot of people. Um, but watching people get together and create music and, and tell stories and live in the moment has been so rewarding, so comforting actually it's it's been great it's been absolutely great yeah and i am so excited to be able to see it and that's gonna be it's gonna be coming up um that's in just a couple of weeks we'll be able to watch it um watch the stream for it with the um <laughs> purchasing the digital ticket and um so i'm definitely very excited to see that yes. um i also want to touch on uh, the Spirit of Lincoln, which is the show that Hope is directing, um, that is part of STC, also housed in the Hoagland Center for the Arts, and mm-hmm. and you are in that. What are you? Uh, what are you doing in Spirit of Lincoln? So I portray a character, um, a uh, I shouldn't say real life because he's dead, but um, <laughs> no. a uh, character who uh, was a soldier in the Civil War, and um, was telling he's talking about the struggles of being a part of the medical tent and not knowing if he's going to live or die and just wanting to go home. Um, so it is, it's a quite emotional piece and honestly, probably one of the most difficult pieces I've ever, um, had the challenge of taking on, but, um, hope is great. She, she really, uh, knows what she wants and knows how to fine tune things and, even though we have to socially distance in rehearsals, um, things have still been very good. Uh, very good. The anxiety has been kind of low, um, you know, for a show. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. It's still. But um, yeah. it's, it's still been very, very productive, very informative, challenging, um, and at times difficult, but not in a, um, not in a way that seems hopeless or, or, uh, gosh, this is impossible, you know. Yeah. It's just it's challenging. Of course. And I 
I've talked about this um, a couple times, um, and I think uh, many people brought it up. Both of these shows, The Spirit of Lincoln and Songs for New World, are um, almost, I mean, they're ideal for this time that we're in because uh, Songs for New World is for people, and mm-hmm. uh, none of them really interact at all. And Spirit of Lincoln, from what I understand, is heavily, you know, there's a lot of monologues in it and not a lot of people are on stage together um like in, interacting directly so these are um these are great great shows i mean in in their own rights of course they're great shows but for yeah. this time especially it is um it is very interesting to see and it's going to be very interesting to um to 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 watch these cuz this is the you know is of course you know as theater people we have, you know watch you know filmed production of shows that we've been in or our friends have been in mm-hmm. but to watch a, a brand new show that um, nobody's seen before that is going to be for the first time uh, streamed. So that's going to be really interesting to see. Right, right. I, I do want to say that um, Spirit of Lincoln has been done before in the right. past because it, it was a uh, Ken Bradbury uh, show. He wrote it and um, Roger Wainwright helped with the music, wrote the music. So um, it has been done before, but it has never been streamed before. Right, and, yes. um of course, I I believe that this is the first show that has been done since um, Ken's unfortunate passing. Yeah. Um, so there have been a lot of people that are really passionate about this project, not just because of the material, but because of what Ken meant to to everyone. You know, I never actually got a chance to sit down and work with him, but he was so supportive. He he would come to the shows, and then he would also send messages afterwards and say. You know, you did a great job. I love what you did. And it was never, it was never um, to inflate an ego, but to really just give credit where it was due. And I do appreciate that for him. And I'm glad that we can continue to carry on his legacy. I know. Yeah, I feel the same way because I, I didn't ever get the chance to work with him. But yeah, it's like you said, he's, he's come to shows um, that I've been involved with. And he has, and he is always... Yeah, he's always there to support the arts, and he touched so many people's lives, and uh, everybody that has worked with him. Uh, so yeah, so this this will be a very very special show for for very uh, very many different various reasons. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yes. Um, I also want to um, talk to you about the show that you were going to do this summer, of course, before um, you know coronavirus, everything happened. The uh, uh, the second Muni show, Ragtime, uh, you were directing that. Um, the show was cast, yeah. and um, it was all, you know, and that. And Ragtime is a beautiful show, and I was so excited to see what you were going to do with it. So uh, just talk a little about, about uh, just uh, just about Ragtime and how you you got to, because um, is this the first show you've directed out at the Muni? I know you've directed, you directed Memphis, yeah. which was great, at the mm-hmm. Oakland Center for the Arts. Um, but yeah, talk a little bit about the experience uh, getting on on staff, or directing, uh, putting the staff together for uh, for Ragtime, and uh, just uh, that whole process um, up to this point, or up to about March, I guess. So you know what's really I I have to go so far back because um, there have been moments in my life that have been reaffirmed by um, synchronicity mm-hmm. and. Before I had actually gotten a chance to become familiar with Ragtime, I was doing a musical theater uh, musical theater class 
in which one of our final exams or um, final projects was to present a, a song um, and deliver it. Mm-hmm. And the song that I got assigned was Make Them Hear You, of course. Mm. And I don't know how, I don't know why, but I had not heard it before. I had not been familiar with Ragtime other than, you know, briefly hearing about the synopsis and fell in love with the song simply because of the lyrics. Go out and tell the story mm-hmm. uh, to your daughters and your sons. Make them hear you and tell them in our struggles we were not the only ones. Make them hear you. There's so, there's so much power in those lyrics. So um, when I had the chance to uh, listen to the music and, and kind of get an idea of what I might want to do, I, it pushed me further because I don't like doing shows unless they have some sort of meaning or importance to them. And coming off of Memphis, it was really important for me to find a show that, one, was really diverse because I feel like that is the one of the largest caveats of musical theater. We have so many talented people here. And unfortunately, because there's so many talented people, we don't get the chance to showcase the the diversity, the, the nuance, the the we don't get to celebrate the differences of people. And um, this was a perfect show to do that because of, you know, having three different demographic groups, actually more than that, but three main demographic groups intersecting and revolving around each other. Uh, So I wanted to, I wanted to work with my same staff before for the simple fact that um, they balanced me out. (laughs) (laughs) They balanced me out. And um, I wanted to make sure that I had someone that would respectfully but truthfully told me, hey, I think you're pushing this a little too far, or hey, you're going a little, you're getting a little ahead of yourself. Um, Just for the simple fact that when we talk about social justice and um, relating to other people, it can be really difficult to kind of press your will and your vision, but you also have to keep in mind that this story is about real people. So you kind of have to let some things develop in realism. Now, I know that's really difficult to kind of understand or picture, especially when we talk about the themes of the show. There's racism, xenophobia, um, sexism. There's so many, so many. Uh, I don't want to say buzzwords, but so many issues that we're still dealing with today. Oh yeah, no, that's um, yeah. I couldn't agree more on that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it it just gets hard to. I want to make sure that the audience sees all the ugly, but doesn't necessarily attach it to um, the act, certainly not the actors, but not just to the, the characters either. This is a time period where, you know, a lot of people didn't know better. A lot of people weren't trying to know better because they weren't having conversations. They weren't relating with each other. They weren't seeing each other. So my goal um, with any social uh, critique piece is to make sure that people can see themselves and see um, kind of see uh, the people around them as well. And then maybe even get a chance to understand each other a little bit easier. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I could not agree with you more there. The, yeah, I mean that is, it, it, you know, it, it is a, it is tough, it is tough material, and uh, yeah, there, there are so many things, so many themes, so many things in that show that are, you know, because, because yeah, it's, the show takes place at turn of the century, and you're okay, you know, this is, you know, this is a story. It's, you know, all this happened a long time ago, but you know, in the last, the last time I watched it, you know, you, you're like, oh, there's still. You know, so, you like, know, oh, some you really things said that word that we still use today. Oh. Yeah, so some some <laughs> things are still, you know, not, you know, so you know, some, you know, we as as you know, it's it's said a lot, but um, it's it truly can't be said enough. It's like yes, we have progressed as a country, but there are some things that we still have not progressed on, and it's uh, and mm-hmm. you know, it's you know, some people might feel uncomfortable um, watching, you know, you know, watching the material, but it's you know it there are things in this you know it's this thing about art it's not you know sometimes it makes you feel uncomfortable and you like, ah this you know Absolutely. and you sh- you yeah. should feel uncomfortable by something because there there are some there are some tough scenes in that show i mean it is yes and it's um sure and um, i i would challenge people to like fight through the discomfort because yeah. we have to do that anyway now yes you know um Part of the reason why we're in the situation that we're in is because we refuse to acknowledge the history, the structures, the standards, um, the, uh, oh gosh, constructs that have allowed us to not only remain um, ignorant to other people and, and what they're going through, but also to just like maliciously ignore them. Yeah. You know, and, and it's not, it goes beyond um, race or citizenship or, um, gosh, even socioeconomic upbringing. Like it goes beyond that. The simple fact of the matter is that, um, we have become so consumed with the everyday life that we kind of just keep our head down and focus on the grindstone. Um, and again, what I want to do, my goal when Whenever I make art, whenever um, I'm involved with something that is involved, that is storytelling or music or um, dance, is to bring people something that they can reflect upon later. You don't have to open up the box and sift through it, you know, while the show's going on. But if you can take the time to like go on the drive home and just, wow, I really enjoyed that. But I'm feeling xyz because you know this scene happened and this reminded me of this incident that you know whatever yeah um so yeah art without a purpose is still entertainment but art with a purpose is liberating yes yes and i am i am so excited to be able to see this show once it um once we're able to do um shows in the full capacity that um we would all love to be able to doing uh, to be able too. to do them, um, I also want to talk about um, your uh, you. You are still at the Presidential Library and Museum here in town. Mm-hmm. Um, so, would you, uh, talk a little bit about uh, what you do there and um, just everything that's going on there. So, um, I'm actually a uh, one of the actors for uh, the ghost show, Ghost of the Library show at mm-hmm. the Abraham Lincoln Museum. Um, 
I have been doing that for about four years now, and it's kind of crazy to um, look back and reflect on how everything started for the simple fact that, you know, I moved to Springfield with no job, (laughs) just recently graduated college um, with a BA in theater. And, you know, a lot of people tell you that art and whatever, that you're not going to be successful. And thankfully I have had the, um, the, well, I don't want to say luck because it's, it's been a lot of luck, a lot of opportunity and a lot of hard work, but, um, I was able to get into the museum, worked um, as a site interpreter for a couple years, and then was able to audition and become an actor. And since then, have learned more about Lincoln than I probably would have ever thought possible. (laughs) Um, But um, it's really interesting because I do get to meet a lot of different people um, whenever I have the time to engage with folks and see where they're coming from. And for a while, that was my favorite part about the job is just being able to meet up with different people and um, kind of get a, have a conversation about, you know, what Lincoln means to them and what they know about the Civil War and um, just their general background. But along with that, over quarantine, um, I was working on a living history project about Robert Smalls. And Robert Smalls was a a man who was enslaved in um, South Carolina. And uh, later on, before uh, Charleston was actually raided, he and uh, a group of other enslaved black men and women and some children, um, they smuggled a boat um, and drove it over uh, through confederate territory and into union territory and that actually was the beginning of um the tie change for the civil war uh for the union to actually have a little more leverage so and it also led to um black men being able to fight in the war so that is um something that's very important to me selfishly important to me because i get to talk about um one of the hidden stories of america and um I get to shed a little light on just how far people are willing to go to um, do the right thing. Not just do the right thing, but to, to create a better future. Um, so this, this project means a lot to me. I'm, I'm very excited. Um, I'm pulling out a lot of creative juices that I haven't in a while. And um, it's kind of helped me in preparing for how I want to approach ragtime and how I want to develop as an actor, even though it's it's uh, detailed and time-consuming. There's something about it that is just like, I don't know how to describe it other than um, exhilarating. You're going to have to keep us up to date on that because that sounds very, very, very interesting. Um, sure. Yeah. I most definitely will. I'm sure at some point um, we actually have plans to uh, record it, but what we're going to do is we're going to workshop it a little bit just to, you know, make sure that, um, make sure that we do this right and that we bring um, clarity, justice, um, that we do the story just correctly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There are so many of those stories that um, 
people just don't know about. Uh, what what are you planning going forward, theater wise, or just anything within your life? Uh, just you know, looking into the future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you asked that. Although I can't really talk too much about it, okay. but um, I am working with a group of people on a project that would help to give opportunity for people who don't necessarily get the, the chances to uh, see themselves, portray themselves, hear themselves in the stories. Um, one of the biggest things that we've worked on um, earlier this year was getting the, and even last year a little bit was getting um, the black theater Alliance together. Mm, and yeah. um, since then we've partnered with a couple other organizations just to um, lend our, our talent, our resources, our bodies um, to help when we can. Um, and I would really like to expand on that. I want to see uh, workshops happening for people who have never been to an audition. I want to see workshops for people who would like to be more involved with theater but don't necessarily want to be on stage. Right. Um, so right now, the biggest thing that I'm trying to do is create um, opportunities for people to become more familiar with theater and entertainment and art. And then not only that, um, but create avenues for other artists, not just actors and dancers and uh, singers, but for actual visual artists to be able to showcase their work as well. Good. Well, we are going to keep in touch on all that because I am, because I am so excited to see and hear all the things that you will uh, you'll be putting forward there and accomplishing. So, Reggie, thank you so much for joining me for this interview. It was great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Absolutely. And we will do this again soon. Okay. Absolutely.